0: Jeffrey sat in his bathrobe watching his favorite self-improvement YouTuber ever, Ali Abdal? Hey, that's my spot. Get out of there. Hamza steals Ali's iPad. <laughs> I don't even know what he uses, but he's always got Apple products or some shit. Hamza steals Ali Abdal's iPad and messes up his Notion templates. <laughs> Adonis. Adonis hears some commotion and he wonders what it is. He walks into Jeffrey's room and he sees young Jeffrey sticking up a habit tracker on his wall. Adonis smiles with delight. A young man on a good path. That's great to see. And then there's you. You want to get onto self improvement, but there is so much bad advice out there that actually keeps you stuck. And so today I'm going to talk about the seven common lies of self-improvements. Later on in this video, I'm going to tell you about the fastest way to fix your life. So make sure you stay for that. The first lie of self-improvement is that porn, video games, junk food, drugs, content consumption... The first lie is that these things are problems. They're not problems. These things are symptoms. These bad habits are symptoms of the real problem and the real problem is poor mental health. This is one of the biggest insights I've gotten in this journey so far. All of the beginning stages of my own self-improvement journey. I was so focused on trying to get onto no fap and getting consistent in the gym and eating cleaner. And I just couldn't seem to do it. Maybe I'd get one day or two days or three days, then I'd relapse. I'd always keep messing up. And if I ever made any good progress, I'd eventually mess up again. And I only ever made progress in my own self-improvements when I improved my mental health first. When I improved my mental health, that's when every single one of these problems actually started to fall off. The best diet that I've been on, it was nothing about a diet. The best way that I improved my diet, by meditating. The best way that I improved my sleep and stopped being so anxious at nighttime, by gratitude journaling. I realized that all of the things that I thought were problems were just symptoms of the real problem, which is poor mental health. When you improve your mental health, all of these problems start to go away automatically because, think about it, what kind of guy watches porn? A very healthy, happy guy? Or a guy who's like mildly depressed and bored with his life? Of course, this man. When you stay as the mildly depressed, bored guy, and you try and quit watching porn, you'll keep relapsing, keep relapsing, keep relapsing. I guarantee there's guys watching this right now who know, who are like nodding their head saying, fuck, that's so true. I kept on trying to quit porn. I couldn't do it. When eventually I improved my mental health, I started going to the gym, I started being a bit more productive. That's when I naturally took a big step away from it. If you're struggling with any of those bad habits right now and you really want to get consistent away from them, consider not even thinking about them at all and consider just prioritizing your mental health and you can go and watch my full mental health guide, it's completely free to watch, it's on YouTube. The second lie of self-improvement is that building an aesthetic body is shallow. I went viral on the internet for my video where I spoke about how to build an aesthetic body where you look good, you feel good and girls are attracted to you. That video has almost got 5 million views, it's what blew my channel up and it's what started this entire movement. Since that date, there's been so many little self-improvement nerds who have made videos about me saying like, Oh, but that's so shallow. You shouldn't work out for anyone else. You should just do it for yourself. And obviously these little chumps, little Jeffreys, none of them are in shape. None of them are strong. None of them are actually encouraging men to be strong. All these guys, they're just like like the kind of guy who will make fun of you for going to the gym and call you gay for it. What you need to understand is that your attractiveness is incredibly important in this modern day and don't let anyone bullshit you and tell you otherwise. And so if it's important, then it should also be important to improve it. And so if there's anyone who shits on you for trying to improve your attractiveness, again, they're not that smart. If we know how important it is, then we should put an effort to improve it. This is the step that so many little softy, little Jeffries get stuck at and they're like, but it's so shallow and it's so fake and it's this, just shut up and just get it done. Just be in shape. Just look good. Take care of your grooming. Have pride in your appearance. That's something I learned. When I was enlisting into the Royal Air Force and I had to like stand up and remember their little lines and stuff. One of like their mottos, their catchphrase, one of it was we take pride in our appearance. And so if the fucking military can take pride in their appearance, why can't we? Because you know the girl that you want, the girl that you've actually got a crush on, you do realize she's right now Responding to a message from a guy who takes pride in his appearance. You realize that, right? So what's stopping you from just looking into the mirror and caring about how you look a little bit more it's not shallow or narcissistic or manipulative or any of these like psychological terms these Jeffries will try and throw at us skinny fat Jeffries looking at us who when we're hitting push-ups and pull-ups they're like looking at us saying oh yeah that's that's so like weird you guys are just so full of yourselves you're so narcissistic it's like bro they don't even go to the gym we can't even take their opinions seriously the third lie of self-improvement is that it's ruining your life. Go and try this right now, go to the YouTube search bar, maybe open up a new tab and search in, self-improvement is ruining your life. Look at these chumps, look at these Jeffreys. Self-improvement YouTubers making videos, clickbait videos saying, self-improvement's ruining your life and it's just chumpy videos. And these guys go on to make another 500 videos about self-improvement, but they'll kind of clickbait you into feeling bad and to just subtly say like, oh, you know, self-improvement could be bad for you if you do it in the wrong way. And and, you know, if you do it in the stupid way Like, it's too extreme and you know, you cut off video games. Is it fuck bad for you? Is it fuck ruining your life? Living a normal life was what was bad for us. Living a normal life is what was ruining our lives. You remember before you ever discovered self-improvement, don't you? Feeling like an absolute loser who was hidden from the world. And you remember being overlooked by not even just girls, but guys, even teachers, even your parents. Feeling like useless and low status, like you've got nothing to contribute to people. Lacking the productivity to be able to like sit down and do your purposeful work so that you can impact the world That's what gives you life But these days there's so many people who will shit on the idea of improving yourself and say that it's cringe Or it's ruining your life or that it's too extreme or any of these things when really what's interesting is those guys who shit on Self-improvement, they're on it as well. Go and search it up right now What I just told you click on the, the channels that have made those videos They're still on self-improvements. Very interesting. When a guy will shit on something productive that you're doing, but he's doing it too. You must realize, as a man, our life is like a big race. Imagine like an 800 meter race, like around this circle. And we're all running. At the end of this race is the finish line. And at that finish line is the most beautiful feminine women that you've ever seen in your life. They are just one reward of becoming a strong man. Your relationship, the love that you can build and the children that you can have and raise. The quality of the future woman that you can attract depends on your position on this race. Most men are racing alongside you trying to just slightly beat you. Some men are way at the back, the degenerates, Jeffries, they're not even racing anymore. A fair amount of men aren't just racing, they have another tactic, they're racing forward whilst looking at you and telling you that the race is pointless. They're running forward right now towards what could be your future woman and their dick is hard And they're fucking sprinting, whilst looking at you and telling you that running isn't really that good for you anyway, you should probably slow down, you should go and play one hour of video games bro, you should just go take some time off bro, they're fucking sprinting ahead of you right now whilst telling you this, telling you to slow down. Evil men. You will see these little crabs everywhere you go, about 10 to 20% of of disgusting human beings are crabs who will try and slow you down in this race and they will happily impregnate your future wife if you let them run ahead of you. There is only 1% of leaders, men who are in front of you in this race, who are looking behind themselves and saying, hey bro, this is how you run faster. Now, you can say this is me, like, you know, sucking my own dick, but fuck me, I am such a good man for the work that I do. Chances are, I'm probably ahead of you in this race, and I don't say that to be insulting, and maybe it's just the truth. I've been on self-improvement for 10 years. I've got a successful business. I've worked very hard. Every day, I'm turning around me, looking at you on this race and telling you how to run faster. There are 1% of good men out there who are turning around and sharing their wisdom just so you can run faster. Those men, when you find them, you should really feel grateful for them because they don't have to do that. I could keep running even faster if I don't have to turn around and I'll get more of the rewards of life. I'll get more of the money, the status, the women. But I don't want to get there alone. I want my men to be with me. And so every single day, I turn back in this race and tell you, okay, here's how you get on self-improvement, here's how you be even more productive. And every week or so, I see some fucking crab disagree with the message that we have here and say, Hamza's too extreme, he's telling you not to play video games, you, you can play video games, guys, you can take drugs, guys, you can go party, guys, it's not that serious, guys. He's literally... Racing ahead of you whilst he tells you to slow down. What an evil motherfucker. This is a huge lie of the self-improvement space right now. That self-improvement's bad for you. That productivity's toxic. Don't listen to anyone who's telling you to slow down in this race. Be very aware that they are evil crabs trying to basically, like, get ahead of you for a certain reason. And stay very grateful, like be so fucking kind to the man who is turning around when he doesn't have to. This is darker than it seems because this is genuinely the game. Like this is how the game of man is played. It is PvP. Every now and then you'll find a mentor who will look around and tell you how to play the game. And when you win this game, or you get a good score in this game, you get to have sex and you get to have children. And 60% of men throughout history have not had a high enough score to have sex. Think about that. 60% of men in history, it has been found, 60% of men have not had a high enough score to be able to have children. They, they weren't eligible, you need this many points, like, you need to be above position number 56 in this race to be able to get the woman and to have children. And 60% of men have never managed that. These days it's very interesting, because you know how the dating scene works, it is not just one man, one woman. These days, there's hyper, like, giga chads, who are taking, like, 50 girls. And that guy who's telling you, yeah, video games are fine, Hamza's being too extreme, he's just, you know, he's being misogynist or whatever fucking shit he says. That guy who's saying that, that guy who's telling you self-improvement's stupid, trust me when I say when he gets the opportunity to speak to your girlfriend and no one's going to find out, that kind of man will absolutely take the risk. Absolutely. Similar to this, there's another lie. Lie number four. Working is bad. You know what? Many young men don't believe this lie, but many people all around the world of all age groups do believe this idea that you shouldn't work hard, you shouldn't definitely like overwork, you shouldn't work all day. The truth is that when you're a masculine man and you have found work that feels purposeful, you have found work that you feel called to, that you feel really good at, like I do here being this leader for you, you want to work all day, it's the most fun thing I could possibly do. So why would I stop? Now, I 100%, I stop to sleep on time, I go to the gym, I get sunlight, I eat clean, you know, I do the healthy habits. But apart from that, why do you need the one or two hours or five hours a day to play video games and to rest and unwind? When you find the right work for you, you'll literally have more fun than anything else you could imagine any of those bad habits and this works actually good for you and it's often good for other people as well so the lie is that so many guys so many little girls so many like you know just dumb people they'll look at you when you have found this your purpose your calling and tell you that you're working too much they'll tell you that you need to slow down you need to stop this 100 you should keep up your health you shouldn't be sacrificing your health you should be like going to sleep at the right time waking up and everything But after that, it's like, you do not need, like, that kind of time off. You don't need the fucking one hour of video games a day. When you know you've got the right work, you don't need that stuff. You get this weird level of, like, nourishment, this rejuvenation. When you've got the right work, you work and you get, like, more energy from working. But many people are so against the idea of work, you want to do another actionable step and you want to see some sad Jeffries. type this URL into your, your phone or your computer right now. Type in Reddit reddit.com forward slash R and the letter R slash anti-work. So A-N-T-I-W-O-R-K and put that URL in. This is a community for people who are against work. Read some of these posts, just read some of these. If these people saw this video, they would literally harass us, they would hate us. If I posted a post there and I said, how to love your work, you know, step one, find the work. They would literally swear at me and be like horrible saying you can't love your work. All work is like you're, you're getting manipulated by someone else and this and this and this. There's some people who have miserable attitudes to work. Do you think any of the people on this subreddit Do you think any of them are helping their parents with their bills right now? Waste of space. This is like humans who are fucking bad at being humans. They leeched off their parents as they were growing up, and now they're not even working to help their parents back. What a fucking disgrace these, what is it, 4,000 people who are online right now, and they've got a nice little cute little tracker which says, how many people are online and it says 4,100 not working. Like that's like their, their culture of like, yeah, we're all not working. If you had a son who was part of this group, what would you do bro? Because he's listened to the message. There's so many soft, like it seems to me, I don't know much about politics, but it seems to me like the more left wing side of these like soft, weak people who can't even fathom the idea that you could create work that, find, that you find enjoyable. Now bro, I hated my work. I hated the job that I was in when I was, it was 2019 and I was trying to become like an entrepreneur, but I was working full-time. Of course, I would have been part of this community back then, but I had to become a masculine man and realize that I could take life by the fucking reins and I could move into the direction that I wanted. And that's why I became an entrepreneur. Now you do not have to become an entrepreneur to love your work. You could work in many different careers. I've got friends who literally just work normal jobs and they love it and they make a fair amount of money. That's awesome. But do not believe these chumps who will try and convince you that work is a bad thing. When you find this masculine calling, you, you probably will want to work all day. And if you find it enjoyable, if it's helping other people, if it's helping your family, if it fulfills you and you're still keeping up your healthy habits like going to the gym and sleeping right and eating clean, you have my blessing. Do it. The sixth lie I want to talk to you about is that one hour of video games is okay. That you need some rest and unwinding. Now I've already spoke about that a little bit, but I wanted to talk about specifically why one hour of video games is not okay. Because first of all, just change video games to porn. Is one hour of porn per day okay? Fuck no. Fuck no. Is a hundred grams of sugar per day okay? Fuck no. So one hour of video games, fuck no. When you find the work that means a lot to you, you don't wanna play the one hour of video games per day. And then these, this is the excuse that so many little video gamers, anime guys say, it's like, oh, but one hour at the end of a hard day to rest and unwind, but it's not rest and unwind. Don't try and use scientific terms against us right now. Imagine we took one of these Jeffreys who are trying to convince us that one hour at the end of a hard day is really good to unwind. And imagine we put him into a brain scanner We probably wouldn't see much activity in there. This is why he's a Jeffrey. But when he does play games, what are we gonna see? Is his brain just gonna be still and silent like he's sleeping or like he's a monk when he's playing video games? His brain is gonna be highly stimulated. So it is not one hour to rest and unwind and relax at the end of the day. It's one hour to hyper stimulate himself and to fry his dopamine receptors. That's not helping anyone. And again, like so many guys say, oh, but when do you get to enjoy yourself? The idea is you find the work that you enjoy and it actually makes the world better. It makes your life better. Why do you wanna like work in the video? Most video games, when you really think about it, most of them are just grinding. Most of them are just about like basically what we should be doing as men, but in the virtual world instead. You're getting status, brotherhood. You're getting kills. You're leveling up. You're getting like you know whatever level skills or some shit in the video game. You should be doing that in real life. That one hour a day that compounds exponentially. You want to have that that competitive edge against the other guys who you're competing with. That's the difference. It's the one hour where you spend extra like stretching and doing some cardio and learning more about your fitness goal. It's the one hour you just put back into your business. It's the one hour where you read great books. It's the one hour where you watch podcasts and videos like this. This is what's changing your life for the long run. One hour of just basically losing the hour for the enjoyment of the time that's now past. It's like just saying, oh, but you can eat ice cream and enjoy yourself. But how enjoyable is it really? When you swallow the ice cream, the taste is gone. All you're left with is the consequences of your actions. When you log out of the game, you shut it down. All you're left with is the consequences. The funds ended now. All you're left with is the fact that now you're sleep deprived and because you should have went to bed an hour before. Along with this, since you're now on self-improvement and you have joined this cult of your brothers who are on this path with you, you have to do something difficult which you might not have done yet. You've got to cut off the Jeffrey and Crab friends that you have, especially the video gamers. Because there's so many guys right now who are on self-improvement who want to join our cult but they feel like they can't fully commit because they still go and join the cringe little discord server with their friends when they don't even like it. There's probably 10,000 guys watching this video right now who are in that say exact situation who have got Jeffrey or Crab friends and they can't like tell them no. If you're past that situation, I want to ask you for a favor for, for the guys who are in that situation, comment some advice below for them. If you're someone who's taken a step back from these bad habits, video games, you know, junk food or whatever, like social things that bad, like bad people do, like going out drinking, taking drugs, but mostly it's video games, and you've already cut off those kinds of people, leave some words of encouragement for your fellow cult members who are here, who are debating that decision right now, because you remember how difficult it was. And the seventh lie of self-improvements, which is actually, How to make the most progress in the fastest way possible. It's the lie that you are who you are. You see, the fastest way to make progress in your self-improvement journey is not to change your habits. It is not your habits. It is not Kaizen, 1% better every day. Those are extremely slow. The fastest way to improve yourself is to change your identity. It's to create a new version of your identity, like a new you, an alter ego that you step into. Many men do this when they first discover self-improvement, especially something like Andrew Tate or me, where you, you're you hearing these like loud guys who are speaking with confidence and you start to like, adopt some of those traits and you create this new version of yourself. And this is why if you've been inside of our cult, our movements for the last like while, you probably can relate to this, you're probably looking back like every few weeks or every month or two months and cringing at how you used to be just just recently because of how much progress you've made so quickly. When you have that weird, weird like specific feeling of like you constantly keep cringing at yourself because you've just improved so much that you can't even like imagine why you were so unknowledgeable and cringy just a month ago. That means that you're rapidly improving your identity and that's why you're changing so much. The guys who don't think about their identity or any of this like psychological stuff, they make much slower progress. They go with this like cute atomic habits, 1% better every day. And yeah, they get like kind of better after the year, but they're relatively still the same guys. Like there's still no offense to them. They're still like dogs, but they've just got like three pounds more muscle, but they're still the same guy. The guys who get onto self-improvement and they're genuinely like new men, they've got this whole like glow up transformation. They're the ones who didn't just obsess over 1% better every day. They created this new version of themselves. The way you do that is like in your own private space, like maybe in your bedroom and no one can see, start to really think of this like almost this new like person you can be. For me, I I just completely copy other people. So if I was a lot younger, if I was 18 years old, I would be thinking to myself like, yeah, I'm just like Hamza. I'm just like An- Andrew Tate. I'm just like Eman, I'm like a hardworking top 1% man. I'm like this. This is the way I walk. This is the way I talk. This is how I dress. I go to the gym. This is how I look. This is how I talk to women. You create this this picture of how you're going to act and you give it a name as well. I'm doing this right here, right now as you watch me. I am currently cult leader Hamza. When the bathrobe comes on, when, they, when I stick on the uniform, I am a leader of hundreds of thousands of men who look up to me and who follow exactly what I say. I could not do this. Like civilian Hamza couldn't do this. He couldn't manage that much responsibility. I'm here right now, cult leader Hamza, speaking with total conviction because I've created this extra identity that I can step into. That's what you need for the fastest progress. There's a great lie out there that for you to change your life, you need to change it yourself. You don't need to change yourself. You need to create a new version of yourself. Don't try and improve yourself. Create a new version of yourself every three to six months. Step into that. And a few other things you can use, because this is so interesting, is try and change up your environments, your dress sense. Don't do anything crazy. Like, don't start wearing, like, a full suit to school, some shit like that. Like, be a little bit more realistic. You don't want it to be, like, abnormal. But the best thing is that if you can change your environment, that's when you can change your identity the most. The biggest, fastest improvement you'll ever get to your self-improvement is when you move somewhere else that no one knows you. Because then you can be whoever the fuck you want. Then you can literally stand taller and think to yourself, yeah, I'm a Chad. And no one will actually question it if you believe it yourself. Right now, if you try and act like more of a Chad today in front of like your family and friends, they'll still treat you like the same guy they've always seen. And when you get treated like that, you end up just kind of accepting it and then you're just back to being normal. But if you can create some kind of distance, a new environment, if you can move out sometime soon and go somewhere else, if you can go traveling or you can go move to university or go rent your own place, that's the fastest way to make progress. And even if you can't do that, still go and change your identity as well. Just think to yourself, what kind of identity do I want? Which is actually still accurate. It's even more accurate than how I've been acting recently. I'm going to read you now a quote from the Quran and from the Bible. Indeed, Allah will not change the condition of a person until they change what is in it themselves. The truth is that if you are a man of faith, you can't expect God to come and help you. God won't help you, but he will give you the power to help yourself. And from the Bible... Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. This means that you break away from the need to conform, like act like others. And that's exactly what you're doing on self improvements When you get onto this path, you realize you're not like everyone else. This is why it's so important for you to realize that here, this is not an ordinary YouTube channel. This is a cult. It's a movement. It's a movement of young men who are on self-improvement who are taking such a vastly different path in life. We're all on this path to become the top 1% men. 10 million guys can be top 1%. And we're going to make this. We're going to have a cult which has got 10 million strong men in here developing our character, our strengths, our mindset, our wealth, finances, everything. I'm so glad that you've joined This cult and your brotherhood. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it.